three, two, one. Nuts on the road. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Nuts on the Road. I am present. Are you sure? No, not really. Okay. How, how are we supposed to uh, check on this? Uh, science. 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 Surely there's something in the scientific method that can prove whether I am here or not. What would be the control? Uh, that would be the boss of Maxwell Smart. Okay. And <laughs> should we hook a car battery up to you to try and give you some stimulus or what? Is that an offer or is that a test? Yes. I'll get back to me on that. Okay. I got to think through the ramifications. Okay, fine. Am I present? I don't know. I think you're a gift. Okay. <laughs> the only reason <laughs> the only reason is so I can get across the border without anyone having to pay taxes. That is exactly it. No yes. one no one wants any any taxes levied on you. That's right. Uh Eugene levied on you. That's right. Uh, so, again, yes. I am not Widget Walls. And I am not Ken Plume. And together, what are we? When have we ever been together? We're always together in my heart. That's why it's so crowded. I, I got a big, <laughs> Maybe that's causing your chest pain. I got a big heart. <laughs> that's right. That's what the doctor tells me. His heart <laughs> grew three sizes that day. Because I've got a heart... <coughs> So oh. big, it could crush Widget. Sorry. That was a latter-day Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers song. Probably no one knows it. And definitely not a latter-day saint. What was that Jennifer Aniston movie that was from? Remember that? I just remember a lot of yellow on the box and the poster. I have no idea. How the hell would I know that? I don't know. Because you got a heart so big. I see. He could crush this town. I have no idea what he means by that. You know, heart's so big, you would think she cares about things. Right. But then she wants to destroy the town with this massive, monstrous heart of hers. You know what that reminds me of? That that reminds me of that um, Lights Out episode about the growing chicken heart. You remember that one, right? No. You've never heard that? No. It is a classic piece of old-time radio in which they basically inject this something into a chicken heart. And it grows and grows until it will crush the town. So maybe that's a callback to that show. Right. Yeah. Okay, now Chicken Heart. That, was that the movie with De Niro? Uh, there were some Chicken Hearts in that movie. Okay. Am I wrong on that? Uh, I think that was Angel Heart. Oh. And then there was Heart to Heart. An Angel Pasta. Right. But that's about hair. Not the heart, but it does have an H. Yes, it does. And an R. And an R in it, yes. And an A. Yes. We're so close. To? I don't know. So I am Ken Plume. Oh, we've established that, have we? Yeah, we're, we're going, we're circling back. We're going to, I swear, start this thing. Okay, all right, fine. I am Ken Plume. And I am Widget Walls. And the time has arrived. 
at the sound of the tone. Isn't that what the robot sounded like in Black Hole? Uh, what? What I just did or what you did? What, what either of us did. I don't know. I think together, maybe. That's how we're, we're stronger. I know. Uh, we, are, we are an audio Voltron. <laughs> so this is Nuts on the Road number... Uh, 111. 16. 111, 16. Uh, 11 D 16. Okay, good. Go with that. Uh, and it's brought to you today by us. Yes. Here, for you. I really have no agenda on this one. Do you have an agenda on this? I think you should explain um, how you fell for Terry Gilliam. Well, it was years ago, and... No, no, the literal time you oh. fell for Terry Gilliam. <laughs> we were having a nice discussion. Okay, and you set the stage. This is where? Uh, well, actually, this was off stage. Okay. This was his backstage. <laughs> this was to the set, left of the stage. Set the backstage, then. Uh, of uh, Dragon Con this right. past year. This right. year, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, I believe this is the year of the beaver. It is cat, goat, the beaver cat goat. Yes, uh, and uh, uh, recently Terry Gilliam was a guest at Dragon Con, and I was having a nice discussion with him uh, uh, to the left of stage on one evening. And there were various boxes and and chairs, which are the practical, normal things for sitting on. Yes. Uh, or the stage even would have worked. But you've got to be different. Well, there You're was... You're a maverick. There was a box, and I thought, well, we're having a nice conversation. So let's get all... Everyone get comfortable and dig into the conversation. Just relax. So I thought, I'm going to sit on this big black box. Again, not not a decision that one would automatically assail as being untenable, correct? Not automatically. Not automatically. There's There's a practical belief that the big black box should be fine. It was at general seat height. So you're not having to hop up onto big black box. Right. Is big black box a band name? If not, it will be. So I thought I shall do this thing. You and shall sit. I shall sit. You shall ascend to your big black box throne. I I shall I shall rest myself upon the big black box. You shall. Before the majesty that is Terry Gilliam. Plant thy buttocks upon the big black box. I shall sit mine ass upon it. Uh, so I decide to do such. Uh, come to find out it's on wheels. How did you find out, Ken? Well, as I proceeded to rest the mass upon it, <coughs> it decided to depart from where that mass was rapidly descending uh, in a backward motion. As one might. In a backward motion, which swiftly turned into a, uh, Downward uh, motion? a, ro- a rotational motion down towards me. Hmm depositing me on the ground in front of Terry Gilliam. Not having had enough of its way with me, the box decided that even though it was now resting again on the ground on a flat side, no longer rotating towards me, it decided I want to find an object to stop against, which would be the wall about three feet back. So it was like a rolling fall, in multiple parts, 
So you had the initial hit upon the box, the rotational feeling as the box escaped from beneath me, the impact upon the floor, the then backwards motion as the box decided to move itself in a lateral position, and then the secondary impact. I and I just, I just remember, hmm? almost Christ-like, Terry's hand re- full of fish and bread, le- reaching out for me, which was a sad, futile gesture, because there's no way a man of that advanced age could ever hope to pull me back up. But I would have snapped his arm like a twig. I, I'd like for everyone listening at home to just envision seeing this like on a playback and... Ken and myself using the little markers and trying to you put the arrows in for the motion, circling things, kind of like Monday Night Football. Or like the uh, uh, that system of, like, you know, uh, uh, water in the atmosphere. Yeah, that water sphere. Yes. So, so anyway. So just, just him reaching his hand out, trying to futilely stop this, <coughs> this comical motion in front of him. Yes, well, and of course, at that point, in time for the second fall, since I heard the first fall... Which which I have no idea how resounding the thud was in that room. It, it was not quiet. And so you thought, finally, he's dead. I thought, oh my God, he's killed Terry. I am rid of him. He's killed a python. Yeah, you, that's what, that son of a bitch. That was your first, We can collect the money. I didn't think he had it in him. <laughs> I know he doesn't have any money. It's a good thing we got con insurance on him. <laughs> so I run around. You never know when a Trek actor is going to drop dead. I, Jesus. I run around the end in time to see Ken finish the second part of the rolling fall. And then my initial thought was, oh, my God. Did Terry punch him? Which kind of would have been awesome. That would have been fantastic. One of those old school roundhouse punches. <laughs> oh. And then, because what you were worried about, if that was the case, you'd be next. Yeah, I know. Who else is here? I see you, widget. Come here, you bitch. As he made weird sound effects the whole time. <laughs> Giant foot. Ah! <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so you fell for Terry Gilliam, literally. Yes, I did. But yeah, what I accomplished. What did you accomplish? Was an incredible anecdote. And Which those, is really and those, all that matters in the end. Those do not grow on trees, my friend. No, they don't. You cannot. You cannot artificially create. An anecdote. If if you try and be artificial about it, you've just got a story. Right. An anecdote has to ring true. I see. And kind this of like does ring true. The sound of Ken thudding against the floor rang out in the auditorium. That was that was exactly it. Yes. But I just love the fact you rounding the corner going, Am I next? <laughs> Who's on the winning side? I want to make sure I'm on it. What wrongs have I committed? <laughs> what must I answer for? What shall be my punishment? 
What shall the monkeys do to me? That was a cut line from Planet of the Apes, by the way. I paid to see Tideland. Don't hurt me. In fact, around 20 minutes in, I believe Taylor goes to someone and goes, I think this is Earth. But I'll wait for proof. (laughs) That's the director's version. Until then, I believe this is an alien planet full of talking monkeys. We can at least get another hour out of that. Talking monkeys? Oh, yeah. For the podcast or for Heston? That would have been fantastic if Heston was cast as the voice of Kool-Aid Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a little bit of Clark Gable in there, too, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Just a little. Anybody want some Kool-Aid? Oh, yeah. Frankly, my dear, I don't stir in any sugar. That would be fantastic if he was that. If that were like, you know, the, the 19, late 30s, early 40s ads for Kool-Aid. <coughs> the refreshment that your family needs. Kool-Aid. This Clark Gable with two pitchers crashing through a wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what we need. We need, uh, we need auditions for the Kool-Aid man. Who else? Don't say Tom Waits. Throughout the, yeah, of course Tom Waits. Uh, uh, kids, uh, if you want something refreshing and you want to keep a giant pitcher from coming through the wall, then, then you got to say, oh, yeah. You done with what? Tom? You done with Tom? I'm a, Tom is never done. You sure about that? I'm positive. Wait. The piano has been drinking Kool-Aid. That's Not me. Okay, okay. We got enough Tom. Okay, good. <laughs> we'll have to save the auditions for later. Okay. Richard Dreyfus. Kool-Aid. Where were we? I don't know. I you, was... you, so you fell in front of Terry. I, I, there, that was the anecdote. It's done. Okay, good. That's what you so, wanted to hear. Yes, that's satisfied? what I wanted to hear. And I have get, now heard it. Did you get your pound of flesh? Uh, yes. <laughs> don't, don't, don't make the obvious joke. Didn't say a word. Back away from it. Put backing. Your... I'm all the way on the other side of the room. Okay, keep backing right. further away till we can't hear you. Nope. Sorry. Okay. This is as far back as I go. The wall's right here. Okay. You got a heart so big. Why do, you th- I, why do you think the phone call was like when they asked him to be in the postman? Who, Tom Petty? Yeah. Do you think there's anyone else they asked to be in the postman? You there's... can wear your own clothes, Tom. It'll be great. They're going down. Oh, can we get like John Fogarty? That might be good. No, we can't get John Fogarty. Uh, who else could we pop? Bob Dylan? Can we get Bob Dylan? No, no. Ah, fuck it. What about Tom Petty? Yeah, he goes to my dry cleaners. Oh, good. Call him. Oh, what? Uh, I'll be in your movie. Sure. I get to be what? Tom Petty? I get to be running down a dream. Excellent. This is a, a sort of a, what, sequel to Waterworld? What the hell is this? Didn't you already do this movie before? What is this? It's on land? You're a mailman. Okay. <laughs> and people are supposed to be, what do I do? I like Defenders. I'm a mayor. Oh. Okay. Moving up in the world. 
Do I get to sing it? No, I, okay, <coughs> I don't get to sing. Why, why do you want? Oh, okay. Because well, soundtrack's taken care of. That'll teach me to answer my phone. Yeah, well. The end. And see. Have you seen Postman? Long time ago. You own Postman? I don't think I own Postman, actually. I think I have a VHS screener. Really? Uh-huh. Didn't want to get rid of it. You don't want to get rid of anything. Yeah, how but many... I, I thought if I got rid of it, no one would believe me when I told them it existed. So how many... So let me ask you this. You dump VHS copies once you get it on DVD, right? Essentially. But a lot of those things were, were done early on. As far as ones that were replaced with DVDs. But I mean, if you, if you were to get Postman on DVD, which you say you don't have... No, I never did get it on DVD. Th- then you would dump the screener. I should. I should get that. That needs to be watched as a double feature with Waterworld. I actually didn't mind Waterworld it's, so much. You know what it's like? It's got What's so... That? It's like... It, it sucks so much, both of them do. It's like a wet dry vac. <laughs> as a double feature? <laughs> a wet dry vac double feature. That Program that at your drive-in. That would be awesome. <clears throat> What's your favorite bad Kevin Costner film? Hmm. Uh Good well, answer. Let's see. Would you would you consider JFK a bad Costner film? I would consider that a, a bad Oliver Stone film if I were to consider it a bad film. Okay. Do you consider it a bad film? I'm neither here nor there on it. I don't hate it. But mm-hmm. I don't love it. It, uh, it has moments in it that yeah. are like a good deal. Right. It tends to plod a bit. I just, I, it seemed so dreadfully earnest that it was kind of hard to hate. But I actually enjoyed it. So, okay, if you take JFK off the table. But it does have a remarkably <coughs> sweaty performance by John Candy. Yes, it does. It, with, a, it absolutely does with, that. With one of the masterful screen southern lisps. Yes, I remember that actually. But no. What do you think I'm going to do? Mm. I I actually enjoyed Waterworld because once you establish that it's a 150 million dollar Mad Max on jet skis and you accept that, but then he, it's fine. But he thought it was going to change the world. Yeah, I know, but that's insane. I'm going to make a movie that one day will be a stunt spectacular. And, and and Dennis Hopper chewing scenery, even when there's not a lot around, it's always good. It's like a hamster. It's like Richard Hammond. It's like he makes his own bedding with scenery in a movie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, but where, where's, the, where's like Dennis? We're ready to shoot. He's 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 in his nest. The other thing I like about Waterworld is that for Waterworld, um, Costner played a total dick. And I actually like that better than him trying to be a good guy when he just seems like he would be a dick. So that, for some reason, appealed to me. I I guess. <coughs> it just, it was so long. You talk about that earnestness. Yeah. There was no goofy fun to it. He actually really did believe he was making an epic. I don't know. When, when he tossed the little girl overboard to be eaten by God knows what, that seemed pretty funny to me. 
What you don't know is that was an outtake. That would be even funnier. <laughs> Get this little shit off the boat. I'm that an actor, goddammit. Awesome. I would love to see the unexpurgated version. Yes, of the crew rushing in going, he threw a kid over the side of the boat. That son of a bitch. What an asshole. I am never working with... He got a green light on Postman. I am there. <laughs> At least it's on land. Money, money, money by the pound. <laughs> Where is that little girl today? That's a good question. I don't know. I know. I bet there's an answer for it somewhere. You know what? I bet you'd make a lot of money working in a dunk tank. That would be fantastic. You know what? They should have that dunk tank at Universal Studios. There you go. The Waterworld dunk tank. I like it. Call her in. She probably <coughs> spent a few years at community college. Yep. Getting her English degree or a business degree. BS degree. Yep. She's probably in a PA. Okay. Call her in. Yeah, see, why not? See if she'd work the dunk tank. That works. Did you hear that, Hollywood? Coming up with ideas for you. We are. Waterworld 2. What do you do with Waterworld 2? Now, you know there's a script for that somewhere. The Hunt for Aquaman's Gold. <laughs> Waterworld 2 on Stranger Tides. <laughs> I'd watch it. And, uh, uh, so... Eh, eh, so that's your entire transition in the conversation. Yeah, it is. Because... A, a bit, a bit of a rocky. Eh? Yeah, uh, because, no, because so. when you go from Waterworld into Pirates of the Caribbean, then that kind of just takes all the wind out of your sails. Ah! Does it? Yes, it does. Speaking of which, you had yeah. a close encounter recently. I did. You did a celebrity close encounter. Oh. That borrowed some salt from yes, your table. that's right. And you should have slapped his hand and went, get your own damn salt. So. Because you know what? what? Here's the thing I want to know. Did he, before you say this, yeah. did he ever bring the salt back to the table? You know, he didn't. Exactly. But we had already salted, so it was okay. I, I do, I'm a one salt kind of guy. I put a little bit of salt on and I'm good. I don't suddenly go. You know what? The salt is evaporating. You know, you know what? But here's the thing. I need to re-salt. I'd put one salt on. Yep. But I'd like to know that there's the safety net there of having the salt on the table in case I hit a portion that the salt did not filter down through in the initial salting. Okay. And you go, I still need the salt. All right. You keep it there. Or if someone were to ask for it, you would expect a courteous return. But you know why you don't get that? Why? Because they think the same thing. I want wow. the safety net on the table of the salt. I didn't. We didn't quite go into all of that. You should have. Because then your, your, your story of beauty, your anecdote would have turned into, what a dick. You know, he may have done so-and-so, but it's <clears throat> the freaking salt. It was still an awesome, an awesome thing. And it would have been dot, dot, dot asshole so so i should explain what the hell we're talking about yeah yeah now that we all know we didn't bring the salt back yeah well so so okay so here's the deal i <sighs> went out last week right after dragon con i had like a day and then i flew out to anaheim for d23 the disney fan expo and uh dana showed up for the weekend because he had work here in atlanta because he lives out there and we went out to this awesome restaurant at the Grand Californian, called Napa Rose. 
So we're sitting there and we're eating awesome food, having a good conversation. And all of a sudden, from the next table over, John Lasseter, who we knew was around, obviously, because it's not just Disney, but he was there for D23, leans in and asks if he can borrow the salt. But he did it in Hatties. Is Hatties one of those click languages? salt. That was terrifying. <laughs> <coughs> so no shit. John Lasseter asks to borrow the salt. Okay? I think he does it as a test. Of what? I know it's it's like Lex Luthor asking, you know, if I gave you the money and took you away, would you come out and leave your life behind? There's a comic book reference for people. It's like letter, it, you know, it's indecent proposal. Can I have your salt? It's a test he uses on people. I see. If you had said no, he would have respected you and granted your every wish. Well, he, he granted a wish. Anyway, so he said, as he got the salt, because first of all, it's like, holy shit, John Lasseter, right? Which I think anyone would react as such, okay? Then he mentioned to Dana how much he liked his work on Aqua Teen. At which point, Dana just urinated right did. there at the table. I think he did. Vacated his bowels. I think he completely passed emptied out. Emptied his bladder. As his erection basically removed all the blood from his brain. He was out like that. I have, a, I have a big fat hummus. <laughs> you think you were there. Anyway. So. so I will never do now. that again, by the way. What's that? I will never do that again, by the way. <laughs> it's it's recorded. That's my personal promise to it's you. It's recorded. The listener. So, so anyway. So, Dana was like, thanks. And he wanted to offer up passes for Disneyland because we were going the next day. But Dana already has a pass. I did not have a pass. Did, did, did Dana actually say that at the time? Did they say, no. I've already got a pass. Uh, actually, yes, because Dana, as we all know, is an extremely honest individual. If, you know what? It's like Ghostbusters. If he offers you a pass, take the pass. <laughs> anyway, but, I Particularly if, if Lasseter turns and goes, choose or perish. <laughs> I got a pass. I guess it's perish then, huh? <laughs> take or death. <laughs> How do you just take a pass, John Lasseter? You think I'm poor? You can take the salt. I don't even need the salt anymore. You think this is? You got a freaking orphanage? Yes, son of a bitch. You walk around all high mighty passing out passes. I got a freaking pass. So anyway. And you're going, shut up. Shut, shut up. up. Just take the pass. So that was pretty much it. <laughs> that's Oh, that's it? Yeah. And he never gave the salt. That's how you have to end the story now. And he never gave us salt. Back. From this point forward, you have to point. He gave us free passes. He took us salt. He never gave the salt back. Yeah. Because I think you 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 legitimately need to point that out. That it's a little bit of a dick move. Yeah, well, I got to admit, I got a free pass, and I'd already salted. So had the other members of your table already salted. They had already salted. Be sure they didn't want to resalt. I've never seen Dana not want to have the salt there. Uh. I'm just saying, I don't think he cared okay. since he was passed out in a pool of his own urine. I'm just saying. All right. 
So maybe yeah. John Lasseter is like a giant slug, and he wants to make sure all the salt is removed from every table. He's definitely not a giant slug. Just saying. What? <laughs> you're offending some Star Wars geek who actually knows what you're saying. Yes, that's not proper syntax. Exactly. If you're not going to be grammatically correct when speaking Hatties, don't speak it at all. Thank you. Oh, so, so there's my anecdote. And that is not proper Klingon either. Just no big black box for me. You do not know alien languages. Now I will curse but I elephant. do speak bocce. <laughs> Joni loves bocce. <laughs> and moisture evaporators. That's right. So, yes. So I've, I have not slept in a while. You didn't tell people when this was. This was like this, was like this past weekend. You just throw that out. Eh, I did not sleep in a while without giving them any context. No, so, so Dragon Con was Labor Day weekend. The next weekend was D23, and here we are after on the next weekend following D23. And what are we doing? This. Yeah, I know. Instead of resting, instead of realizing, you know what? This is rest. We need some me time. This is restful. This is me time. We need me time. This, this is me time. This is what passes for me time. I can tell. You've been asleep since this started. We went, what? Exactly. We, we wouldn't know what to do with me time. I would know what to do with me time. I don't know why you wouldn't know what to do I with would me know. time. But what is there to do? Stuff. There's always more to do. Stuff for us. More to see. More to experience. A life to live. No. Don't understand a word you're saying right now. You are fool. You, are you speaking Hatties? <laughs> yes, I am. You're such a Hatties. <laughs> it's so sad. I got you with that. I got you with that. <laughs> because it was so pitiful at the end. Uh, you're such a Hatties. Ah! <laughs> you're trying to come up with the fact that you laughed at a sad joke. Which makes you sad by proxy. Funny. You're like, that That was that was the Fozzie joke of this That's entire okay. podcast. That's okay. Please follow those up with Waka 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 from now waka, on. Waka Waka Waka! Get the bear off the stage. You do have a bit of Fozzie. And yeah. put the, they can't see it. What? No, nope. can't see what? Nothing. I don't Ken, know what I'm talking again? about. But, but I bet if you saw Widge, some appendage of his would be holding a puppet aloft. I don't know what you're talking about. You can't prove a thing. Why did I just hear that line to the tune of Goodbye Norma Jean? You can't prove a thing. Like that? Though you thought you saw a puppet on Widge. Now I'm going to something more than sexual. <laughs> I couldn't tailor the lines beyond that. Oh, God. More than just that, puppet on Widge. Uh, Loneliness was tough. There you go. Stuff on my Widge.com. It's nothing but people walking into my house and putting stuff on me and taking a picture of it. I always thought you should throw a bunch of just just oddball personalities together in a room. Get set that a off me. Set a camera going and call it Will It Blend. <laughs> so who's in your who's in the pilot? How many people? I don't know. Who would you stick in a Will It Blend room? Uh, let's see. 
Boutros, Boutros, Golly. Um, okay. Uh, Emo Phillips. Yes. Yes, very good. Hi, Boutros, Boutros, Golly. It's fun to just say. I just love your name. It's so funny. He is a Muppet. He is. But he's like all the Muppets. In one. Like if you mashed all their audio tracks together. He's the super scroll of Muppets. He, he's like he's like this multi-tonal Muppet. Moto Muppet. I'd like to talk to you today about things. Okay, uh, Henry Rollins. Okay. And one more. Um, one more. Oh, Brian Blessed. Just because you can't have a room without Brian Blessed. I think, you know what? I think Brian Blessed is your host. So he's the constant. Or Brian Blessed is just a voice over a loudspeaker. So, so what would Brian Blessed be as the big brother narrator? Look, they're doing stuff <laughs> in the room. <gasps> I see boobs. <laughs> I love this camera angle. Ken <laughs> is in the diary room. <laughs> Did I ever tell you, when I was in the old Vic Theater, I used to look for cleavage in the audience. It used to make Shakespeare so fun. <laughs> How I would like to goose the bard. <laughs> Did you know that in Shakespeare's time, all the women were played by men? It must have been wonderful. I, 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 have, I have a wife. I just want to make sure you know that. Wait, so if Brian Blessed is the host, then our fourth, our fourth, I'm thinking Judy Dench. No, too classy. You got you to get someone who, who just, you just throw in the room and go, Really? You want one of those? Yeah, I think you need an oh really just dump in the room. Amy Winehouse? Who would that be, though? The incongruous one. Um. Oh, Hitler. <laughs> Hitler? Yeah, sure. I never said they had to be alive. <laughs> okay. So Or, or be even great if just threw some, you know... Burnt bones and ashes in the room and went, Hitler. So, so, it's basically Boutros Boutros Golly, Emo Phillips, Henry Rollins, Brian Blessed is your host, and, and the Hi remains and, of Hitler. And Hitler, uh-huh. Wouldn't be very talkative. Well, he'd be speaking German anyway. No big loss. Wouldn't actually speak. Is what I'm trying to get at. Oh, no, he wouldn't now. But if, if he were animate, he would be speaking German. So the American audience wouldn't care. Would you have a camera on the remains? Oh, sure. You'd want reaction shots. And then throw subtitles <laughs> up on it as though he were talking. I, I, uh, what, what is happening with Hitler over there? He doesn't say much. I don't know, Boutros. Boutros, golly. He's just sitting on the floor. If he's, one could call it sitting, he's Hitler. <laughs> I know, isn't it wonderful? <laughs> Actually, you know, it would be almost funnier, and yet not, if if 
Hitler's remains were the host, and they were the constant, and they just stayed in the room, and four other people came in, and there was no host, because the host was just Hitler's remains, subtitled. Hitler's remains. That sounds like a BBC costume drama, doesn't it? Hasn't it been? Hitler's remains. Starring Colin Firth as Hitler. And now on BBC4... Hitler's remains. You just see a shirtless Colin Firth with his little Hitler mustache walking in the bunker. <laughs> I don't want that image in my head. You have it in your head now. I there, don't, don't want you? that image in my head. <laughs> and a nation swooned. An entire generation went, oh, Colin Firth is Hitler. <laughs> Dude, that's not right. I mean, okay, Hitler's remains in a chair being subtitled, that's fine. But then you put a Hitler mustache on Colin Firth, and you've gone too far. Does that ruin your shirtless image of Colin Firth? I don't want a shirtless that, image that of you Colin held Firth. in your head for years. I don't want a shirtless image of Colin Firth. A, and then two. Well, I don't but, want you know, him with but, a Hitler but, mustache. But you know what? I don't have the image in my head. I just said the words. You're the one who's obsessing now, going. I it's in my head now. Oh my god! Get it out! Get it out! You did that on purpose. <laughs> What, because I knew the image of a shirtless Colin Firth Hitler mustache wandering around the Reichsbunker would be something you couldn't get out of your head? Yes! You you are that devious. You are that much of a son of a bitch. <laughs> yes, we will triumph over everyone. <laughs> What are you doing? I hope you were looking at the camera for that. <laughs> what camera? They can't see us. The listening audience did not know what you're laughing at. <laughs> I'm laughing at. I wasn't. I was just listening and laughing at you. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I wasn't looking at this camera you speak of. There is no camera. Every time I do something that could possibly be seen, they can't see you. And then you do something, and then I don't even see it. You know they can see right now. What's that? I can see Colin Firth shirtless wandering through Hitler's bunker with Hitler Buster. That's like that's like a setup for a really horrible music video. What music video would that be for? I don't know. Colin Firth as Hitler doing ninety nine Luft balloons in the bunker. <laughs> ninety nine Luft. <laughs> That's not right. Is that in your head now, too? No, actually. My shields are up. I'll give it a moment. No. It'll sink in. I no. know. No, shields are up. No, no. Your shields will no. not protect you forever. It's no, no, it's not going anywhere. 99. That's really awful. <laughs> so after all of Dragon Con and D23. Oh, that's or he could do have. the final countdown. What? The final countdown. Because that, that thing would have made more sense in, in Hitler's bunker. Yeah, that's true. So so after Dragon Con and D23, that's all we have to report, is that you fell in front of Terry and John Lasseter didn't bring back our salt. And, and you were John Lasseter's salt lick. <laughs> okay, there was no licking happening. <laughs> there was just salt being borrowed, actually taken. If there was no salt on your table, you don't know how far he would have went for his salt. Yeah, but there was salt. Therefore, there was no licking. How many tickets would you have asked for then? Two. They're expensive. 
I'm glad you have a price for being a salt lick. That's right. I've thought about this. That's that's not no. I would not do that for one. Two tickets. Two tickets. Two tickets. I would, I'm not your I would salt let any bitch. celebrity lick me for two tickets to a theme park. Wait, wait, wait. At, wait. at, what, at what age did you set that limit? Hang you, on, hang on. Is there a park hopper option involved? You're talking about it for the lick process. That's right. Is, <laughs> for is the there a park hopper? Themselves. Is there what? I'm just asking. I'm, I'm glad you're wanting clarification I on want this. I want clarification. I don't know. What would you prefer? I would prefer a park hopper option. Are you limiting the person? Yes, I want two tickets with a park hopper option. And and are you specifying where they can lick? For you're taking, tickets, you're yes. taking far too long. You're actually contemplating this. Tickets are expensive. It, it, it's like in your brain right now. There's a little scanner hitting certain parts of your body going, no, no, no. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. No, no, no. no maybe. Uh, uh, sure. What did you come up with? I was going to shower tonight anyway. Is that what you tell them? Yes. In fact, you gave me a family pass. You could be there. <laughs> Did you hear that, John Lasseter? You you give me an annual. You don't know fa- what you missed, baby. An annual family pass. Don't know what you missed. And you can have it all, Mister Pixar. That's right. I'll show you my Luxo Junior. <laughs> it's not a tin toy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we we've gone to a strange place. We have strange even for us. We have. You took it further. You shouldn't have. Con- Why did you contemplate that? <laughs> Why did you give that more than just a couple of seconds? Some things need to be pondered. Do do they really? Yes. Why? Because those tickets are expensive. So this is your indecent proposal moment. <laughs> it's definitely indecent. So, what would I want to let John Lasseter lick my body? Hmm. <laughs> I like I like how you didn't even go. You know what? Let me go ask my wife. <laughs> what would you be comfortable with? What's an the second an, ticket for? An, an animation. Help me for her. An animation and studio genius wants to lick a part of my body. You're married. You think you'd at least give the courtesy of going, honey, would it be awkward if you knew I came back and John Lester licked me? Would it make our relationship any different if I did that for just tickets to a theme park? <laughs> would you think any less of me? Would it would it put some kind of horrible pall upon our marriage? For? Or do you feel that you have the kind of nice open relationship that if you said that, she'd go, you know what, honey, I trust you. Whatever part you picked to have him lick was probably worth it for the price you set. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me which one. (laughs) I'm just saying, she'd get the second ticket, so I don't know what you're on about. What would happen if, if if the situation were reversed? What if what if you're sitting at dinner with, yeah. with your lovely wife? Yes. 
John Lasseter leans over. Can I borrow your salt and how much money to liquor? <laughs> what would you want? An indecent salt lick proposal. I made cars. Your answer. I love how you're still contemplating it. Well, it is John Lasseter. It's not like it's not like it's John Landis. I'm thinking. Over. I'm thinking that would be more tickets, honestly. More tickets. So that's all your. That's all you're asking for. They're expensive tickets. <laughs> They're not that expensive. They're expensive. So, in other words, yeah. John Lasseter. Yeah. Having tongue-way with your wife <laughs> is worth, to you, a couple of hundred dollars worth of park hopper tickets to Disneyland. Potentially, yeah. Because you want to go to California Adventure if you're there. <laughs> you were the one who wanted me to go there. Not that way. <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say, John, listen, you know, you should go to California Adventure, but only if you'll let Lasseter lick you. You know, if you should run across John Lasseter. Which isn't a given, because you never know if you'll be the lucky one to get that Wonka ticket. But if you should run across John Lasseter, oh, I don't know, at dinner, and he wants to lick you for free tickets, take advantage, ask for the park hopper. <laughs> it is so worth it, because not only do you get to see Soren and Muppet Vision 3D, but they have some wonderful restaurants and the Bugs Life 3D film. <laughs> not everyone gets the licking offer, Widge. Treat it like a gift. <laughs> yeah, you didn't fully brief me on the whole Disneyland experience. I, I, I didn't think that, that it would be something, A, you would encounter, and B, a horrible Sophie's Choice you'd have to make. <laughs> My dignity or tickets for a lick by a genius. <laughs> Dana would have let him lick him for free. <laughs> I'm just saying. So so tell me this. Yeah. If if it were just some random guy oh, no. who, who leaned over and went, can, no. can I lick you? I have free tickets. No, I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't that's a no-go. That's a that is a definite no-go. So you actually need a creative tongue. <laughs> you need you need a, a certified genius tongue. <laughs> To make contact with you before you're willing to debase yourself for something as crass as amusement park tickets with a Two park hopper park option. Tickets. Let's be clear here. Yes, by all means, let's be clear here. <laughs> let's let's completely delineate exactly what you're willing to do. I think I think there's a lot of people out there who'd agree with me. I sincerely doubt that. Unless they're Irish. <laughs> Again, I don't probably I do, do it I, for free. I don't think the licking option is automatically on someone's table. Like you would have been in the middle of that restaurant. <laughs> going, have me, but I got to see the tickets first. <laughs> Turn to the waitress. Does this happen often? Only when Lasseter's here. And by the way... Please keep eye contact <laughs> and let me hold the tickets. 
God, that's horrible. <laughs> that is horrible. You've you, taken you a nice antidote and turned it into something horrible. No, no. I, I, in an offhand way, made a joke that you actually went and contemplated. You did not go, oh, that's just stupid. You went, well, oh, no, what would I do? It's hmm, stupid. Let me right. think. Don't, don't get me wrong. I do okay. have wait, 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 wait. some limits. So This doesn't fall within them. Wait a minute. So because I contemplate something, that doesn't make it stupid? How the hell does that work? This is me we're no, talking about. No, no, about. no, no, no. You, you should have just went, that is just stupid. No, of course I wouldn't friggin' let John Lasseter lick me for park tickets. <laughs> You're going, park hopper? <laughs> They're expensive tickets, okay? Do you have do you have different tiers for different filmmakers? Yes, I cry them all the time. Okay, so if Spielberg came over and went, I, oh, I, for, I'm, oh, I God, like no. I like the, to take to lick you for um, uh, I can give you passes to Universal. Uh, no, no, because Spielberg is no longer Spielberg. He has been taken by the same pod people. Who took John Carpenter? Not like a filthy alien lick me for park tickets. I have limits. Okay, so if like if George Lucas went, oh the park shampoo, cheese in my shampoo, tanga machucho. George Lucas, which means I will lick you and make you a digital character in one of my movies. That's awful. What would you say? I would say no. But if Lasseter wait, wait, went, you know what? hang on, hang on. But if Lasseter went, I got park hopper no, for no. You, you. You tear your shirt open and go, you have at me, yourself. John. You said it yourself. That has to be creative. Neither Spielberg or Lucas are creative, and I know you will agree with me. I am so fascinated that you are willing to continue down this hypothetical road. I'm not continuing. You're the one who keeps to fully the directors To in fully my illuminate to any geniuses out there what they have to do. To be able to have a salty taste of widget walls. Bad for the blood pressure. Make sure you salt at the beginning. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. Well, this turned into an epic one, didn't it? Yes, it did. Well, I think we should wrap something up. Should we? And put a bow on it. And a bullet through its head. Yes. And leave it on the side of the road as a warning to others. That's never right. to come here. Put its head on a spike. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> before we say goodbye, or, yes. or the play after we say goodbye, yes. I did uncover a, uh, a demo track that I uh, converted from vinyl. One of the 45s we found. Uh, oh, really? While, while we were cruising that, uh, that uh, shop in Atlanta. The music shop that we got so yes, many please, wonderful albums, including the Lisa, the the the, the, the debut and only album put out by the Facts of Life's Lisa Welchel. Oh my God, do you have that? Do I have? Yes, perhaps during the Q and A. Okay. So, so you're just teasing our listeners with it. I am teasing the listeners, but we did find this this demo that I'll play. The transfer, it's it's kind of crappy, but it's it at least plays. So, would you like to say anything to the listeners who might be going, hmm, salty? Yes, I would like to say that those tickets are expensive. They're not that expensive, or you're just incredibly cheap. Oh, I'm cheap. That's Dude, funny. you would let John Lasseter lick you for a couple hundred bucks. 
They're exp- a couple hundred bucks. A couple hundred bucks. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are nodding agreement with me right now. No, they're not. That aren't Dana and aren't Irish. I don't need to let him lick me. I got a freaking annual pass. But I'll do it anyway. <sighs> so this has been, I don't even know what episode this is. Whatever. 1116. Uh, has it? Yes. Write that down. All right. Uh, You'll argue with me about it later. I, I'm Ken Plume, and I'm here with Salty McNutt. <laughs> and his traveling sodium show. That's right. I, I'm Widget Walls, and I'm here with No Salt Plume, a salt substitute. For those of you with constitutions that can't handle that spicy salt. And all I'll say is, we shall catch you. On the flip side. That's right. Goodbye, everybody! Bye! <laughs> really? You would have done it for that? Quiet. Maybe I'm amazed at the way you love me all the time. Maybe I'm afraid of the way I love you Maybe I'm amazed at the way you pulled me out of time And hung me on the line Maybe I'm amazed at the way I really need you Maybe I'm a man, maybe I'm a lonely man Who's in the middle of something That he doesn't really
So, 